with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold. As always, here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch is in the house. What's going on, my brother? Hey, it's going great, Chris. Thanks for that wonderful introduction from my wonderful host. Uh, how's it going with you? Good day today. Doing well. You know why we do this show, right? We just like to hear each other give compliments uh, back oh, and forth yeah. about how much we love to do what we do. And, you know, there's a lot of truth to it, but it's, it's, it's funny nonetheless. And uh, I enjoy it. You make me feel good, brother. Absolutely. Likewise. Highlight of my day. Right? Um, I mean, why not, right? Well, for sure. I believe uh, in, you know, that philosophy. Philosophy? Philosophy. Philosophy? <laughs> philosophy? <laughs> yeah. Well, we do make up our own words on this show. Well, listen, I saw a post the other day. If speaking kindly to plants helps them grow, imagine what speaking kindly to humans can do. There you go. Very profound. Very real. Right? I talk to my plants. Sometimes they talk back. I'm not sure what that's all about, but I do agree with the statement. Oh, there you go. I think our guest I'm excited. Is, is concerned about our, our banter now. <laughs> oh, that's okay. She, she'll get right into it, and she's, she's going to be a great guest. I'm excited because uh, I love what they're doing. I love the philosophy of their business. I love how they oh, came together. Too. I love how they work. Um, it's just a lot of uh, loves there. But I think you know that's an important aspect to uh, building a business that you can be passionate about is loving what you do. And you know, for our audience listening in, you're gonna you know hear a lot of the passion and how this happened and what what's going on. And better yet, how you can you know possibly take advantage of uh, um, you know working remote and uh, getting involved in uh, all the things that our guests will talk about today. Uh, Alan, why don't we uh, why don't we just get the show on the road? Let's do that. Um, great guest today. I, I love the the uh, diversity that we are uh, privileged to have on our show, and today's guest is no exception. They create a, a unique culture for leaders of companies uh, by working uh, remotely, uh, by providing uh, you know adventure and impact and services and events remotely. And so, you know, well, why is that important? Well, it's important because in our social you know arenas today. There are companies that are remote. Everybody in the company is remote. They don't. They don't have the ability to walk down the, the uh, you know, the aisle there and and talk to a neighbor in a cubicle. They can't knock on their, 
their buddy's, you know, office door and, and talk about, you know, what's happening during the day or the questions or the challenges or the opportunities that might be facing the company. They live in oftentimes in remote parts of countries and uh, in different continents. And so they don't have that, as, as nice as that is, the ability to, to be able to uh, work with anybody, any place, anywhere, anytime. They don't have the benefit of the eyeball to eyeball, the benefit of the human touch. And there are a lot of companies out there that have started their business this way. The, the downfall of that is, is they don't have the camaraderie. They don't have that ability to be able to create a team. Uh, you know that that mentality because they're not together. So what is uh, what does our co-founder today do? Well, their company is also remote. They are everybody in their company works in a different part of the country or in a different country. So they really truly understand the process, and and I would guess to say maybe a challenge that remote companies go through, and they provide that bond, they provide that unique connection experience that I think is going to be something extremely popular. It's already popular now, but I think it's really going to explode here in the next four or five years because of the quantity of of remote companies um, all across the globe. So without further ado. Summer Weirich, co-founder, director of events at Rebel and Connect. Yeah, well, thanks you? for having me on the show. You guys are awesome. Um, I'm I very excited to be on this show with y'all. Um, and, yeah, might as well just jump right into things. Yeah, for sure, and uh, I love what you guys are doing. Um, so let's bring everybody up to speed, Summer. Uh, I always like to open up with, um, you know, how'd you get to where you are today? You know, what was that journey? and how do you solve um, your uh, your your clients' uh, problems? Because I think that today, uh, that's the big thing. You know that that yeah. always should be the consideration is helping people solve their problems, and and I love what you guys are doing. So let's just start there, and then uh, we'll get into some, some questions that come from uh, our discussion today. Certainly. So I mean, I've I've just been. My whole life, I've loved helping people, whether that means volunteering somewhere or having it be part of my job or even just uh, talking to the person that I run into on the street and, you know, helping them make their day better. Um, I've always loved helping people. I've always loved making a difference and being impactful in all of the space around me. And I've always been extremely um, spontaneous. Even though, obviously, I am a great event planner, I am by nature spontaneous, so I have to actually, believe it or not, plan even harder to be spontaneous. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's very wonderful to be able to be a remote worker, and I love that I can work, you know, as an event planner, typically you're working either on the computer or you're working at an event. So it's kind of a combination of working remotely and working in very specific spaces. And um, Charlie and Rachel are my other co-founders. We started Rebelling Connect officially um, last May, so it's not quite been a year. You know, we, we got together in um, middle of March, but we officially became an LLC on May 31st of 2016. So we're coming up on our official birthday. and. Um, you know, we, we, uh, yeah, happy really birthday. Exciting. Happy, happy exciting birthday coming. Yes. And my real birthday, my 30th birthday, is actually uh, 11 days before that. So lots of fun oh, coming up here. Oh, we got <laughs> – nice. I love got it. I love now. it. 
Yeah, know, so right? I mean, we we encourage remote leaders to create cultures of meaning, as you mentioned, Alan. And you know, the way we do that is by cultivating rebellion, harmony, adventure, impact, and connection through our custom retreats. And um, we know how important it is to actually get the team together in real time because a lot of people, as you mentioned, don't have the physical water cooler time with each other. They don't have the interaction of having the ability to go out to happy hour together, of you know having a Christmas party as one of the regular things that they do as a company. So it's very important to get people together so that you can not only enhance the culture of meeting on your team, but really build relationships in real time with the other people that you work with. I totally, happy totally agree. And I, I just wanted to <laughs> jump in real quick and say that, uh, you know, Chris and I are like probably, you know, a pair of the ideal people that, that you cater to. <laughs> We've only seen each other, I think, what, two or three times in the history of our career together. So I totally understand yeah. and totally relate to what's going on. And, uh, yeah, I've yet to meet anybody that really addresses that, and you guys do. So uh, kudos. That's off. Thank you for yeah, our big time. Yeah, and, selfish respect. You know? And our team, as you mentioned, is also remote as well. Um, I'm currently down in Silverton, Colorado, which is uh, southwestern side, right by the Four Corners, kind of. Um, I'm in the mountains on a two-week trip, working and playing down here and enjoying the snow and at the same time getting everything done that needs to be done for business. And um, Rachel's based in Atlanta, and Charlie is based in uh, New Jersey, near Atlantic City. Oh, wow. You know, you, it's so funny. Uh, Alan is correct. We definitely, um, you know, haven't seen each other more than five times in uh, all the times we've been working. However, he's often at the grocery store with me. He's often, you know, around uh, when I'm taking care of my boys and, you know, hearing everything that's going on. In fact, we uh, we joke and we laugh, but, um, you know, I grew up with Star Trek and, and we, you know, looked at way back then, maybe, you know, imagine being able to see each other while we're talking, you know, distance away, and, and here today we have that, uh, you know, amazing opportunity, whether it's through Facebook Live or, you know, directly on FaceTime, if you have an iPhone, and, and I think there's other systems out there that you can see each other, you know, Skype and, all, of course, all the other things. Uh, but, you know, isn't that just amazing? And, you know, we laugh a lot because I often, uh, like I said, joke and, and I feel like I need to bring my GoPro and, you know, attach it to my head and, and, uh, and then have Alan's face taped to my, uh, my chest and we can just walk around and have conversations with lots of people um, <laughs> and, and have them see uh, Alan, you know, in real time on my, on my uh, iPhone. So wouldn't that be something? But, you know, is life going that direction, Summer? Uh, what do you see out there in the industry uh, from your perspective of, you know, clients coming to you and saying, hey, love what you guys are doing. How do we do it? Yeah, there's been a lot of really positive responses, as you can identify with people who do work in a remote work environment, uh, do have the need to connect with people in real time. And uh, one of our other main, you know, main values is, is that we believe in collaboration over competition. Um, a lot of, I, I actually see a lot of companies moving towards that model, and I think it's very important because when you work together, you can really accomplish so much more than if you work alone. 
So we have a bunch of network providers, and that list is you know constantly growing, uh, which are people that we work together with, whether it is uh, having them on as a podcast guest and a somebody that's doing a live training. Um, also, they'll be featured as a guest expert in our Facebook group, which is open to the public. Um, and we also have people that uh, we're putting together a product page uh, that's going to be in beta pretty soon here. So anybody that has anything from you know chocolate to flip-flops that they would wanted to put into the product marketplace and we'll especially be highlighting people that have a social giving aspect as well. Um, we're just it. looking for people who want to collaborate, who want to figure out the best way to work together and what that really takes is connecting on, and having a conversation because some people will come to me and say, what does it look like? How? What? Tell me how you collaborate with people. And like, you know, we don't tell people how to collaborate because it just really depends on what it is that you offer, what we offer, what we can figure out together as a team. Mm -hmm. And so we can be the best that we can be for everybody in our network. Um, so it's something that. that it looks different for everybody. I love that. And, you know, I, um, I have uh, business advisors, coaches myself, and you know, a lot of things we talk about is co-production. Uh, versus expectations, especially in you know affiliates or referrals and things of that nature. So I love what you guys are doing, uh, you know, from a collaborative standpoint to figure out and have that discussion of what would work best for both of us uh, on each side, and you know, come to the conclusion of co-producing something that you can offer up, uh, you know, in that environment. I love that. That's uh, that's quite awesome, Alan. Yeah. You get the head. Uh, you get the head clear now. You got some questions for summer. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, uh, Alan. You know, I just, I, I I'm just, I, I'm listening and looking back at, you know, summer when I was, when I was your age and the lack of uh, connectivity. That I mean, we just didn't have it. So I didn't <laughs> grow up in an environment where, <clears throat> pardon me, we could actually have this kind of. Uh, interaction and you probably have only been in an environment where it's been this way and so I, I guess you know because you're so well uh, you know depth and breadth on, on what's happening in the communities and with companies around the world what kind of uh, reception are some of the older companies out there that, that you're experiencing? They know they're going to have to integrate. They know they're going to have to do some things remotely. They know in order to stay competitive in their marketplace, they're going to have to, you know, find companies and associates and team members and such that aren't in their backyard, that are remotely. Are they being resistant to this new change or is it being a welcome change in the, in the communities? Honestly, it's kind of a combination. Um, it, what is welcomed about it, it you know, it's, it's much cheaper for companies to have remote workers. Uh, you know, it saves them a lot of overhead. Um, it also saves the actual workers, the remote workers, money as well. They save $7,000 per year or more on housing just because of their location flexibility. Um, people that work remotely only half-time save, uh, you know, between $2,000 and $6,500 a year. And that's, you know, gas, clothing, parking, food, et cetera. Um, and also um, the workers are, you know, when your workers are happier, 
they produce better work. Um, remote workers, uh, they get more time with their families because they're not spending that time commuting. Um, you know, about two to three work weeks a year is how much time is spent on the commute on average. So they get back wow. two to three work weeks to spend with their loved ones, uh, whether it be children, lovers, dogs, um, you know, cats, <laughs> whoever that may be, even if they want to have more alone time, whatever it is, they have that additional time to relax or to play or whatever it may be. Um, and then the the business owners, um, you know, having remote workers on their team, they actually can choose from a bigger pool. They're not limited to whoever lives in their area or, you know, having to pay a stipend to make you move to the area so that you can work for us. They can hire somebody in Chiang Mai. They can hire somebody in Deutschland. They can hire somebody down under. They can hire somebody wherever they want to because they're the very best fit for the job rather than the best out of a certain population. So that is a huge benefit. Um, the biggest problem, so to speak, or potential problem is that some people who are used to managing workers that in you know a physical space might not know how to change over their management skills to a, a way that they can actually feel comfortable managing a remote team. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of tools that they can use that will help them. Uh, I know my favorite tool, my two favorite tools, and I would be willing to bet Charlie and Rachel agree with both of these, is um, Slack and Zoom. Uh, so you were talking about ways to connect via video. Um, you mentioned Skype, it's okay, um, but Zoom is really the best um, that we found. You can share your screen, you can see each other, and I've connected even from Yellowstone National Park to a meeting uh, via Zoom on my computer. Uh, you can do it on your phone, and uh, then in addition to that, you can record the meetings. And then Slack is just the best way, it's you know, inter-office communication, just like you might have in any office but it's something that you can connect to from anywhere. Um, we've got a bunch of different channels, everything from you know marketing and advertising to we've got a science behind the brand channel so that we can find really cool articles that show you know why we do what we do and why it's important. And we have a random section so we can talk about things that aren't work-related and you know, <laughs> everything from content collaboration to just a general channel, and we can search everything. Um, it makes for a great way to connect with people through both Slack and Zoom while actually being able to have the remote work, um, the positives of remote work. And, you know, one more thing that I didn't mention about positives of remote work is, you know, it, remo it reduces stress. Um, you know, the studies say that remote workers uh, suffer stress-related illnesses less by 80% chance. So 80% of diseases are triggered by stress, and you don't have quite as much stress when you're working from, you know, some people say working from home. I used to say working from Wi-Fi, and I usually now say work from wherever, because oftentimes I connect via hotspot from, like I mentioned before, the middle of mm -hmm. you know, Yellowstone or the Grand Teton National Park. What a fabulous uh, opportunity to be able to do that. <laughs> I mean, look at look oh, yeah. just the amount of time it cuts down. 
the amount of more things you can put on your plate, not that your plate needs to have more things on it or be bigger, <laughs> but the things that you get a chance to do that maybe you wouldn't have a chance to do otherwise. I think that opportunity, you know, the, the lost opportunity is, uh, I think a lot of people look at that and go, man, you know, as I know, I've talked to a number of people in a number of different industries. They would love to to do the old term work from home, but with your new term work from wherever, they would love to do that now. <laughs> They'd take that over a pay increase. Right. Yeah. Uh, collapsing time, you know, I, mm -hmm. I think that's what, you know, technology allows us to do, um, which again, uh, to your point, Alan, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, we look at cost opportunity and, or, you know, you stated lost opportunity because time, you know, again, we only have a certain amount. So collapsing it and using technology to help is, is definitely a, an amazing way to, uh, to go. Um, so why like why did you guys come together how like how'd you why'd you start this like i i know we've heard a little bit about the history of what you guys do but you know you charlie and rachel came together and uh how did that dynamic happen and you know it's always an interesting story because why i want to share this part of it with our audience is uh, i think you know people can relate and say well man i never really have you know i know so and so and so and so and um I think we'd be really great at that, and that's you know essentially how Alan and I came together is we uh, started this show based on uh, a lack of conversational podcasts out there that allow um, you know more of this uh, type of storytelling and giving tools and you know things like that. So uh, long roundabout, but I'd love to hear about you know how you guys came together, you Charlie and Rachel. Well, we have all been connected through Colorado, um, even though I'm the only one that still lives in Colorado. Um, Good for you. <laughs> and you can read more about it on the website, but um, Charlie and I met at a, a uh, dinner called Legit Picnic, which is basically a barbecue that's way better with way better food. Um, and <laughs> then Rachel and I actually met on an airplane appropriate since she's the director of travel. We met on an airplane uh, going from Denver to Atlanta because I'm actually originally from Atlanta. And um, the way that the company came together is that we've all been working remotely, whether you know, full-time or partially, for quite some time. And there are challenges to remote work, uh, even though there are so many great things that are around remote work. There's challenges with pretty much anything in life, unfortunately. Um, and you just have to overcome those challenges. And, you know, Charlie was struggling with not having, you know, FaceTime with people. Um, she was originally working for a business that uh, she was a solopreneur, as I believe the term is, and working from home, isolated, not getting enough FaceTime, and realizing that there needs to be more connection. And um, there are just things, everybody struggles with something different. Um, I know I've mentioned to some people um, well, anybody that knows me knows that uh, the work-play-rest mantra is something that I try to incorporate, and even more so that work-life harmony is a very important thing to me. Mm -hmm. um, everybody talks about work-life balance these days, and I don't believe that's a real thing. Um, it's not like a teeter-totter, and it goes up and it goes down, and you're doing work now, and you're doing life now. It's really yeah. kind of all at the same time. So you really have to figure out a way to have harmony 
in work and life, you know, in habit. It, it doesn't, <laughs> you don't just turn off work and turn on um, life. Uh, it kind of all comes at you at the same time, and you just have to figure out a way to blend those together in a harmonious way. Um, so, uh, sorry, Charlie actually came to me and said, hey, I have this idea. I want you to be a part of it. And I was like, oh, I'm totally interested. She said to Rachel, I have this idea. And Rachel's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. But wait, Summer's involved? Okay, I'm really interested. If you're involved and Summer's involved, I'm super interested. And Charlie came to us. It was sometime, I'm guessing, early to middle of March of 2016. And she came prepared with a PowerPoint presentation that had so many slides and so much information from business plan to how are we going to do X, Y, and Z, and how, why she picked the two of us and why she, she knows that we're the right people for the job. And um, there was a lot of information, and we were both really impressed. And she said, you know, marinate on this information and get back to me. I don't know if she said a day or two days or whatever it was. I said, no, you know, I don't need to marinate. I'm 100% in. I know that this is what I want to do. I love working in the event space, uh, and I, they're both Charlie and Rachel are have very, very beautiful minds, very beautiful souls. They, we all kind of teach each other things, which is great, and it's really empowering to have such strong women around me all the time, and we, you know, the triangle is a pretty strong shape, so the three of us make a, a nice, strong triangle. I love it. I love it. And it's key. You know, harmony is such a, you know, powerful way to um, create, you know, things in, in, in our world, whether it be business or life. And, you know, think about the harmony. And often I think about nature. And uh, I, I'm immersed in nature where I live, you know, with a state park behind me and, a, and a, the Gulf of Mexico in front, uh, where I watch nature and the harmony of it is is so important. In fact, uh, one of the coaches, you know, that I have uh, often talked about the fact that, you know, human beings are the only ones that are, you know, somewhat foreign to their own environments um, and cause so much, you know, conflict when uh, really all we need to do is, you know, find what makes us happy and, you know, in harmony with each other. And that's the key. And it sounds like you guys grabbed that and, and created an amazing business. I love it. Alan. Opportunities. Where are you, my I tell you, um, I I wish I was, uh, you know, I wish I was in in your shoes to be able to do some of the things that you do. And I know that you know you guys are kind of like trailblazers. You're, you've you've picked a, a niche that um, that I think is going to be a very huge niche, but not a niche, maybe a mainstream as time goes on here. And with those kind of events, with those kind of pivots that happen in in, in companies' culture, what do you see as maybe the biggest opportunity in the next couple of years for remote companies? I mean, the biggest opportunity for remote companies, I feel like that's a multifaceted question, but uh, being a, because I think one of the biggest strengths of having a remote team is being able to choose, like I said, from that larger pot of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we did, we did think about this in the sense of a blue ocean because they're really when you look at competitors, obviously, when you're starting a business, you look to see who are our competitors. And we looked for competitors, and you know there are certainly people that 
create retreats. Uh, there are people that work with remote teams. There's not much of a combination, and the people that do create retreats that we found um, really don't have something as customized as we offer. They may have there's a really there's a lot of companies like for instance remote year has you know you go on this remote journey with other people that are remote workers not necessarily on the same team but you build a bond and you go on a trip and there's other similar companies that may have you know a month long thing or there's a, a, a an event in Chiang Mai and there's some a really great um, uh, event that's seven years long called Seven and Seven and Kyrie I'm not sure how to pronounce her Manic, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but she's the one that put that together with uh, one or two other people. Seven and seven, they're having remote teams going to all seven continents to do a conference. Um, mind you, that's only once a year, and it might not be the same people. Um, I've been on a company retreat with company that, company that I work for as well, and after going on that retreat, I had the experience of feeling really connected to the people who I was already on conference calls with, people who I was sitting on a conference call with, you know, every week, and I'd hear their voice, and I never had a face to the name, and I never really knew who they were, what where they were about. I just, I might have known what their name was, but I'd go to my boss and say, hey, you know how this guy said this thing? And he'd be like, well, yeah, you know, his name is Mac, and he lives in Pittsburgh. And, okay, well, I had this information that this is his name, but I didn't know him until we went on a company retreat together. And when we went on a company retreat together, now I care about him. I've met his girlfriend. I am interested in what's going on in his life. I have the drive to, and, you know, that's just one of many on a team. You know, I care about all these people that I've met. I am able to say on the conference call, oh, yeah, you know how Jamie said this. I think it's a great idea. And I actually have a connection to that person rather than just hearing a voice. I actually care about the people, and it really makes you care about their opinions more uh, when you actually know the person. No, I, t I totally agree, and I think you, you've uh, hit the nail right on the head. I mean, I would imagine also with remote opportunities when you're connecting with somebody you're 100 percent present you know i come from yeah. a you know my background is in is in architecture and, and you know we had open plans open offices where there may be 100 people and i could you know lean over my cubicle and talk to six or ten people and i think mm -hmm. that that commonality that locale was taken for granted knowing what i know now and, and seeing what's happening in the future um a lot of wasted time and I would imagine that not be the case. I know with Chris and I, we, we well, we have fun. Did we waste a little bit of time? I mean, we probably do. But I, when we get together, it's, it's business on. Um, we respect each other's time. We respect the, the uh, technology we're using to do that. And I would imagine that um, that is a, a commonality in remote teams. Is that true or is that just something that, that, that is aloof in Alan's head here? I mean, I think it's true. However, you still have to work at it just like you do at an office. Um, when you get together and have a meeting, of course, it, you know, since you and Chris know each other very well and you know when you have this hour set aside, this is what you're doing, you didn't, that didn't probably happen organically immediately. You have to work on something like that. So For sure. It's, yeah, so it's it's really amazing thing that 
you really have to work on as well. I mean, when you have a conference room meeting, you have certain norms, like you get up and you, from your desk at some point, and you walk to the room and you sit down, and you know, either you get out your notepad or you have your computer, but you have a certain, um, you have a certain sort of ritual in getting into the meeting. And we have a similar ritual, and obviously we step away to, from what we're doing to go into our virtual conference room. And we actually have a ritual that we do, which we also discussed on our most recent podcast for Rebellion Connect Radio. Um, so I won't get too much into it, but we start by having a moment of centering, and then we do what we call the abundance, which brings you know abundant energy into our space. And then after that, we do a popcorn, which shares how you're feeling. Um, you could you could say anything like Alan. Maybe you would have said feels like Friday. Could be a hyphenated word. We do five words, and I usually say something along the lines of I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and what's really beautiful is we have the meeting, and then after the meeting, regardless of how fun or stressful the meeting may be, at the end of the meeting we close and we do the popcorn again, and it is amazing. It, we are always more positive at the end. Even if we came pretty positive, we're even more positive. We're more motivated. We feed off of the energy of each other. And when we have problems, instead, you know, we don't we don't say, you know, this is this is a problem. We're going to stop. We all we have problems. Everybody does. We have whether it's you know between one of the three of us with another one, or one of the three of us in an outside source, um, or if it's just a problem within the business that we need to solve. We stick together and work together until we figure it out. And even though it may be frustrating as it's happening, it's something that we solve at the end. And we're always happier when we get off the call and have we're able to have that time with each other. So, you know, yes, it, you, you do need to make some sort of ritual to make sure that you, whatever's best for your team, of course, um, to make sure that you are ready and in that in that space so it's just the same as somebody could sit there on their phone at a meeting and obviously their manager would be that wouldn't be that great if they allowed that but um charlie is actually charlie's got her background in program development and she's got a lot of experience in the coaching world and she is actually hosting our next live virtual training on april 28th which is uh, making meaning, five ways to promote human connection on remote teams. And I know she's going to do a section on creating rituals. So that's something to definitely pay attention to as well. Well, we're definitely going to listen to that. I can tell you that right now. I know awesome. I am. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Absolutely. So we've learned um, advantages of being remote, uh, both for workers and employers, teams. Uh, we talked about some ideas of, you know, the fact of harmony and, you know, really working towards that and collaborating with uh, each other and other uh, um, companies that are similar uh, instead of looking at it, you know, from a competition standpoint so very much. And, you know, we know this term very well, Alan and I, Blue Ocean Thinking. Uh, that's why we created this show is to bring that uh, and guests like yourself uh, and ideas to the table so that people can think outside of what uh you know current awareness is is uh is is giving them so uh then we moved on and uh we talked about you know the fact that you have to work at this and and, and care for uh the others that you're collaborating with and, and and being remote and the fact that retreats you know allow you to do that on a on a physical standpoint what i'd like 
you to give uh, our audience today, and I think would be um, you know definitely beneficial, is you know what are the services you guys provide at Rebel and Connect? How can people work with you, and where do they contact you? And I think those through three three things. What um, you know, how do they contact you, and uh, again giving uh you know the services that you guys provide and some ideas so i know you guys do some Certainly. consultation as well right definitely yeah we have and by the way and by the way i love abundance i'm going to start yeah. doing really my abundance this should feel kind of goofy when you do it but if sure. you can't feel goofy with your team then what can you do with them yeah right I love it so alan abundance is coming Abund up brother Dan. it'll be on our facebook live show um we're gonna actually do an abundant dance so we'll come up with some uh some music behind that alan. perfect well i'm uh, sorry i cut, cut you off there all right i love that i love that so thanks uh thanks for that idea uh so carry on yeah so we have a few different ways that you can connect with us obviously just like everybody else, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter, we are on LinkedIn. Uh, those are the social networks that we currently use. Um, we have a few, or sorry, a few videos on YouTube, but that's we're not going to add too much until we have everything pretty solid. Uh, we do have a free Facebook group for everybody called Remote Work Think Tank, and on our website, www.rebellionconnect.co you can find the link there or you can just search remote work think tank on Facebook. We'd love to have remote workers, remote leaders, people who would love to collaborate in any area to come join us, rebel against your social social isolation and connect with other remote workers. So uh, come join us there. And then as far as the services that we offer, we do our main services that we offer are we have the discovery package, the Atlas package and the concierge package. And it's in that same order. It's coaching, consultation, and then full-on project management. So with the discovery package is kind of your intro package, so to speak. You'll get a full hour of coaching on program development, an hour of coaching on uh, travel, and an hour of coaching and events to help you get clear with what it is that works for you. Um, me personally, uh, I mean, obviously, I have the expertise and the knowledge around creating retreats and doing events. But you know, if I was, if I didn't, if I was more of a blank slate and I just knew what I wanted to do and what I like to do, I'd be like, okay. Well, as I mentioned before, I'm in Silverton. I am a huge snowboarder. I used to compete on amateur and professional circuit uh, and border cross, and I've done some free rides. So I love to get after it on the mountain. But if my team isn't exactly, okay, let's go hit the double black mogul on the first run of the day. Let's jump off some cliffs. That might not be the best retreat for the team. I know there's some people that <laughs> might do a, um, a zip line over a beautiful area when you're clipped in and don't even have to do any skill. And that may be a number 10 on their adventure skill. And it would be more like, you know, maybe a three on mine. So we'll help the director to get clear of what will work for your team. And similarly, maybe you have a team that's mostly introverted, or even if it's mostly extroverted, you've got those few people that are introverts. They might not want to stay in a group house 
because it might be too much information for them. So whatever it is, um, you know, Charlie's going to obviously focus more on program development, Rachel on travel, and I've got events so that kind of ties everything together, you know, the how of the how of what we're doing and really digging deep into that. Uh, we'll provide them with the recorded sessions as well as a survey to take back to their team. And um, before they meet with us, there is actually a guided meditation as well that they, that they can use to kind of put themselves in the right place. And then um, the discovery session is the building block of our other two packages. So if you are doing the Atlas or the concierge, you get the discovery session as well. Um, the Atlas package then adds on a roadmap, so to speak. It's a virtual roadmap, so you get not only information on the event spaces that we suggest and the locations, um, you know, like hotels or houses and the speakers and the musicians and whatever it is that you need for your perfect retreat, but you'll also get a, if there are a network provider, you'll get a podcast recording that lets you get to know them as a person. You'll get to see their live training. You'll get all these things bundled in so that you can really make an informed decision on the network providers that are already vetted by us. Um, we I also can do research and find other people. If it's, you know, that's something we specialize in as well as connecting and, you know, finding the right people so you don't show up to have a snorkeling tour and, oh, actually, you had to bring your snorkeling mask. This wasn't the best <laughs> company to use. We make sure that there is everything that you need wherever you're going. Um, for the concierge package, that is just, you know, full-on project management. We, we do everything. We, we book your plane ticket. Rachel will do that. I mean, not myself. Rachel would do that. Uh, Rachel would make sure to have ground transportation ready for you. I would organize and make sure that we have the perfect catering, that we cater to everybody's diet and preferences, um, you know, religious or otherwise, for food. Uh, you know, make sure that you don't have to think if something goes wrong at the event. We'll have somebody on the ground uh, at the event to make sure that if anything goes wrong, they already have a plan B, C, D, and E. Um, a, fully ex a correctly executed event, it still has problems, but if you do it right, there are very few people, if any, that know that there were problems. Um, when, when something happens, I know I, I'd spoken with a guy recently that, that he used to do event planning and he can't do it anymore because he couldn't stand when he found a catering business that had everything squared away and he thought he had everything planned for the event and he was ready to go and then last minute, oh, actually, we have to cancel on you. He's like, well, I don't want to have to figure out lunches for all of these people and that's something that you've got on your back burner as an event planner. You're ready, you're in there ready to solve any problems that happen last minute. And it really keeps you on your toes. Uh, like I said, I'm spontaneous by nature. Uh, <laughs> that comes in handy because you know, I'm great at planning, but my spontaneous nature allows me to think on my feet, and it keeps it interesting. But some people can't really handle that uh, stress situation. So as a concierge package, we'll make sure to not only have everything planned for you, getting people from point A to point B, et cetera, but also have somebody on the ground to anticipate and fix any problems that may arise. 
That's awesome. You uh, um, so Alan and I like uh, our retreats to have um, the pool bar. Can you do that? Oh, Can we yeah. start off oh, with the of pool bar? <laughs> Definitely. You know, I went, I went to a wedding. One of my best friends got married in uh, Chicago back in September, and they started their wedding with an hour-long uh, cocktail hour before the service, and I thought that was awesome. So it worked out well for them. I'm sure it would work out well for y'all. That sounds great. I love it. I love the uh, the the a la carte yes. sort of yes. um, opportunities. Exactly, hundred percent uh, custom. Yeah, that are cool. Um, I want to dig just a uh, uh, time's going by fast. I want to dig just a little bit deeper into um, kind of the DNA of of what happens when when folks get together um, from a remote locations to an event like yours, and you know. C- company culture and company vision and company mapping and and so forth for any company can be difficult in creating that continuity between all the employees and, and all the partners of that company when they're in one building. Uh, my guess is that it might be a little bit more. I, I know for Chris and I, we've spent a lot of time working on this and, and maybe other companies do, but is the company culture for a company that's built remotely um, challenged, and if it is challenged, when they show up at one of your events, one of your retreats, can they solidify, maybe create and solidify their company culture that create that bond that just can't quite be created remotely? Yeah, it's definitely it's a really good question and point that you bring up. It is not a simple task to you know create a culture of meaning within your company to have your company culture reflected through all of your employees. I was actually reading something the other day. It was a really nice uh, bar graph that showed, you know, where does your, you know, how do you find the right people for your company culture and where is it that you that you basically grab them with that culture? And it, it was by a large margin in the interview process. Um, so when you are interviewing somebody and bringing them onto your team, it's really something that will stand out in that interview. You know how you get the feeling of like, okay, this person's totally not going to fit in with our company, or you're like, oh my gosh, this person, I want to be friends with them. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that starts there, but especially when you have a team that's growing or changing, or even just even if you have the same company like you guys have each other um, for a long time, when you are creating your culture of meaning, there's really expertise that comes into that and that's where Charlie's expertise comes in she's got the coaching background and you know does program development she geeks out on systems she's awesome (laughs) and she's the person that'll find you know she'll find the right people to work with your team and you know we've got in in our last month's uh, network provider that was highlighted as the Maydays and they're out of the UK they're an improv comedy group and if you haven't seen at Live Training or listen to that podcast. They're both so amazing. You can really feel like you're in the room with them. And uh, I was unaware until I met them, or, you know, so to speak, met them uh, digitally, in that improv is something that you can actually use to help your team. And one thing that was cool, they said that, you know, CEOs are coming in the room and you might have a retreat where it's 
just office people that are like, oh my gosh, really, you're going to make me do improv? You're going to make me play this silly little game? And they said they can see a huge transformation. At first, they're like very reluctant to do what the improv team is asking them to do. And then they get into it. And when they get into it, it breaks down those walls. It helps you really connect with people on a different level. So yeah, we can definitely help you, your team to create and enhance and create a culture of meaning within your team. And that's really best done in a physical space and in real time. So we can, we can have the virtual trainings and those will certainly help, but especially in the interim. But when we actually get together and have a retreat and have people in the same space, you can really, really enhance that culture of meaning. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, for, for all the listeners um, out there might be asking themselves, you know, does, uh, you know, can this fit with our company? Give us an idea, kind of maybe a rundown, if you will, of the types of companies or maybe even better yet, the industries of, you know, that you guys have served through the clients that have come through your doors. There's certainly availability to help with any kind of company. We certainly focus on remote teams because a combination of it's even extra, even more important for a remote team to have retreats. It's also uh, something that, you know, we, we realize that remote teams uh, or the remote worker is a persona that is increasing in the workspace. So we know that there's going to be more need to have connection with remote teams. Um, you know, any kind of company that is able to work remotely. I mean, it would be harder if, obviously, if you're trying to work in a factory, um, you're probably not going to be a remote worker, but there's different types of jobs popping up in the remote space. Um, a lot of event event professionals do work remotely. Uh, obviously, a lot of people that work in IT, they work remotely. Um, there's a lot of different industries, and also a larger company that may have uh, a team that's IT that works remotely, they may have their marketing team in the office. I mean, marketing people can be remote as well, but there might be a space in your company to do a retreat for your you know, C-level execs as well as do a retreat for marketing and do a retreat for IT. However, maybe you need to get those teams together. Uh, one of the, uh, the certificate that I got during college, I've, I've got a few different... Uh, things that I studied and my certificate in technology arts and the media through the Atlas program at University of Colorado, they focused on making sure that you had a well-rounded breadth of knowledge about different areas. So I, you know, I took, I have intro to, you know, Flash. I have intro, introduction to, you know, I know a little bit about MySQL and I know databases and all these different um, types of you know, a little, it's dabbling. You know, I don't know full on how to create a, an excellent flash site, but I've, you know, I've done some Java and some JavaScript. And the idea is that when you get in the room with your team and you're talking to them, and they say, well, you know, that is not possible because of X, Y, Z, rather than being like, being, you know, somewhat ignorant or unlearned and saying, well, I know you can do that. Just do it. You would actually understand, okay, well, the computer system doesn't work this way. That's not something that you can do. Or, you know, we need to find another way for it to be optimal. So it's, it's really helped 
me and learning with you know with building a company but also I think that's important with every company that exists is that you can have your teams talking well to each other you don't want your IT team to resent your marketing team um, you know to, you want them to work together and to understand each other not only in business but as people so it's it's really any team that you can benefit from bringing them together and potentially multiple teams within your company. Gotcha. Makes total sense. You're a very articulate woman. I just want to give you kudos. Um, <laughs> you really know your industry, but you know yourself. And, uh, and, oh, and hats off. I know it's not a question, but, but hats off to you <laughs> uh, for, for, uh, for doing that. What, um, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, what's happening in the industries and so forth. And I know you guys are, are constantly, you know, thinking about ways to pivot to help your organization and, and to help your clients. What's the next big thing on the horizon uh, for Rebel and Connect? We have an event going on in Atlanta, which is going to be awesome. Um, you, know, you guys are podcasters, so I'm sure you've probably heard of the Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, that podcast, uh, the host of that podcast is Arnie Geske, and he is going to be the guest speaker at this event. It's a digital marketing think tank, and it's about how to automate your marketing and sales processes and to get sales while you sleep. So that's actually going to be hosted in Atlanta on April 26th um, from 3 to 6 p.m., and then there, after the think tank, there's a social networking portion from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it's hosted at Torch Top Brewing, which is a, a newer brewery in Atlanta that just got started. Um, they had their one-year anniversary party about a week ago, um, not this past weekend, but the one before that, so beginning of April. And they are on Ponce de Leon Avenue downtown, and they are really excited to have us. They have food. They have beer. They also have um, they have games, so it's it's going to be a really good time for everybody that comes on down to that. And you know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday that was talking about you need to all of the time be networking. Every time that you're talking to somebody, um, you can look for a way to. And, and it was Jeff Hoffman was was the the guy that was uh, interviewed, and that was on Entrepreneur Decoded. And, um, you know, he was saying that you always need to be networking with people. Every time that you're talking to somebody, look for a way how you can help each other. And it was, you know, that's something that we really believe. So when you come out to the think tank and hang out with Arnie and Rebel and Connect, you'll be able to network with us, to network with other people in real time and have fun and play bocce ball inside. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm looking at the time and boy, we've been on for uh, almost an hour here and it just goes by so, so very, very fast. <laughs> goes by quick, goes by quick. Um, I just want to say that, uh, you know, Summer, it's been a joy having you on the show. You know, co-founder, director of program development at uh, uh, Rebel and rebel and connect i'll get it right i swear to god i'll get it right it must be a dyslexia <laughs> thing um anyway uh summer it's been a real joy having you on the show but before you go i want to ask you i want to ask you one final question um something that uh, we'd like to leave our audience with and uh what one bold move uh maybe it's something you've talked about maybe it's something you're holding off till the end of the show but what one bold move would you like to leave the audience with today yeah um so 
I would like to say that really the only way forward in life is to lead with love. Uh, that's something that's really important. Um, and the I actually got the phrase from um, Travis Rice, and he was doing an interview on actually on Facebook Live, and he said, you know, the only way forward is with love. And I was like, okay, that really resonated with me. Um, that's also something that, I mean, it just keeps coming up. It's something when I was interviewed on Engel Jones' conversation podcast, he asked me, what have you been doing consistently for the last, I'm not sure how many years, and I said, you know, love. I love people um, with my whole heart, and that's uh, definitely a strength and a weakness, but it's really more a strength than anything else. And if you aren't, Alan, I think you mentioned in the beginning, you know, if you have love and passion for what you're doing, then you can really do a great job at it. So just lead with love and and onwards and upwards always. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. Summer Weirich, co-founder, director of events at Rebel and Connect. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, audience, thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, letting us uh, indoctrinate your ears with some new technologies and some new ways maybe of doing business and maybe some new opportunities that might populate your business down the road. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so very much for being on the show. Uh, for everybody that uh, has any questions, uh, pop us over at info at ThinkBold, Be Bold. Uh, populate your questions. Uh, if you've got any ideas, if you've got some people that you'd like us to, to chat with, be sure to uh, make note of that. And uh, we'll make all the information that, that Summer gave us today, the links and so forth, available on the site so that you have those uh, to be able to follow up with. So, uh, wonderful. Hey, Chris, are you back? I am here. I am here. And uh, <laughs> thanks um, so much, uh, Summer, for coming on. You're a wonderful um, uh, guest, and, and I love the insight and, and your experience uh, that you shared with uh, our audience uh, and yours. Um, so I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, and I, I love your podcast, and you guys are awesome. Thank you. Alan, always a pleasure, my friend. It wouldn't be a show without me saying something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.